to another episode of the Oak Podcast. I'm your host, Abby, and today I just decided to do a little solo episode, and I know what y'all are probably thinking, oh no, she's doing a solo episode, she's got a lot going on in her brain, and let me tell you, you are not wrong. (laughs) Um, But also, in addition to this, I've been having some like technical difficulties. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's my laptop or like my cord that like plugs in my mixer into my laptop but like I had one of my friends over we were like I was literally set up I was completely ready he literally came all the way over like spent his Saturday afternoon you know coming over here like set aside two hours for me because I was like you know what this bitch can talk (laughs) and he could he talks more than me so I was like we need two hours and it just like wouldn't work. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I, I feel like it's an audio issue with, with my laptop, honestly. So, uh, hopefully I can get that figured out soon. Um, so for now I'm just, you know, recording here with little Murphy girl on my cell phone, like via like my, the platform that I use like to record and edit and just my earbuds. So hopefully the quality is okay. truly apologize if y'all hate this (laughs) but I just I don't know so like today I was just kind of like having like a chaotic brain moment where I like truly got out my like journal and you know if I'm journaling that means like she's fucked up which like I'm not like really fucked up but like I just had like a ton of thoughts that I just like needed to get out of my head and so Okay. Honestly, I'm having some technical difficulties with this recording too. <laughs> this is the first time I've done it. So I don't know if this is working or not, but here we go. I'm just going to keep rolling. Um, so yeah, so I had my journal out. I was journaling today and it's just like so funny because like I went back into like the last journal entry. Like I write down like some goals and stuff like that, like in like this little like notebook that I have. But, like, honestly, like, if I'm, like, writing, like, my, like, thoughts, like, I'm, I'm trying to work through something. And so I was, like, reading through the last journal and, like, part of, like, what's, like, been chaotic in my brain was, like, what I was journaling about, like, almost a year ago, which is, like, really embarrassing. And I'm, like, come on. Like, I, I like to think I'm a self-aware girly, but, like, also, like, I hold on to things for too long. And I know that this is a problem of mine. And so, like, hopefully, like, if I'm just, like, letting it go, like, in the journal, it'll be, like, out of my body. (laughs) I don't even know if that makes sense. But anyways, so I was like, okay, if I'm journaling, I might as well just kind of, like, come on here and talk about just some things that I was thinking about because, you know me, I wanted to start the podcast so that, like, other people don't feel like alone in this world because that's why I love podcasting so like if I'm like having this crazy ass day I'm assuming there's probably other people and like 
on top of like the journaling, like I just was like looking around at my apartment and like I'm I'm someone like I do like to be organized. Like it's a little bit of like chaotic organization. Like I know like where everything is, but I do like to think that there should be a place for everything in your house. Like just because like something's like clean as far as like germs go like if there's a bunch of shit on the counters that makes me feel like it's messy because I think they're like like germy clean freaks and then there's like just messy people and I would like to say I'm not as concerned about the germs (laughs) which might be gross and more concerned about like the mess because like I honestly feel like if my apartment is messy, that is equivalent to how my, like, what's going on in my brain. So, like, the messier the apartment, the more chaotic my thoughts in my brain are. And, like, that would be an accurate representation of, like, what today was. So, I really, truly spent time today, like, taking care of me, writing my thoughts down. I'm recording this. Hello. (laughs) and just kind of like cleaning up so like I cleaned up my kitchen um and I'm like making goals I'm like okay I really should probably put my laundry away um like laundry is probably like my least favorite chore but um it gets exacerbated when I am having like an overwhelming moment and I know you, what you guys are probably thinking, like, this probably sounds like I'm, like, maybe depressed, which, like, I don't know. I was, like, thinking, like, before recording this, I'm, like, am I depressed? And, like, I know what depression is, and, like, maybe I just, like, I'm not in my deep, deep depression. Maybe I'm a little bit depressed. But, honestly, I feel like I'm more in my, like, anxiety overwhelming state and not depression, which I don't even know if that makes sense. But that's, like, what I think, like, where I'm at, and so it's, like, if I'm, like, struggling to clean, it's not because I'm depressed. Most of the time, it's just because I'm, like, overly stimulated by thoughts, feelings, whatever is going on. Like, if there's too much to do or not enough to do, like, I don't know. Um, TikTok probably uh, has ruined everyone, but I honestly feel like it might be, like, an ADHD thing. Um, and so, yeah. So, I don't know. So, like, I don't even know if I'm articulating this like correctly like essentially I just like have all of actually now that I think about it too like I do feel like I'm someone that just experiences really big emotions like high like high highs low lows now and like kind of sound like I'm bipolar but whatever think what you want (laughs) I'm not diagnosed um but I do like I feel very deeply, I'm, I like, I feel like I'm an empath too, so it's like if other people are experiencing big emotions, like, I can feel it in my bones, like, I pick up on vibes really easy, and so sometimes, like, if I'm going through things, then it just gets exacerbated with, like, other people, and I think it's, like, a blessing and a curse for me because it's like because I feel like I can feel this way I do think other people pick up on it and it's like I was thinking about this actually today like when I was like walking little Murphy and it was like like I was thinking like 
I have been someone that other people have come to like in their like lowest of lows. So like, just like, to be honest, like there have been three people in my life that have come to me like when they're like going to hurt themselves. And it's like, it's just crazy because it's like I'm an like overwhelming person, but like maybe my energy, they recognize that and they're like, she's a safe space. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. But that's kind of where I'm at. Sorry, this is like going to be completely chaotic and this is not what is coming on here to talk to talk about. There are a couple things I do want to talk about, some of which like I don't fully want to share because it's like really, really, really intimate details of what goes on in my brain, if people respond back to this episode and they're like, Abby, we need to know what's going on in that head of yours more than what you've already shared, maybe I could be convinced, but at this point, I'm not ready to share everything. Um, but for now, I don't know. So like, kind of just like going back to like my apartment being like chaotic and you know, I'm like, okay, like in order to like settle my mind, I need to start with my space. So again, like I cleaned up, you know, my kitchen today. I want to clean up my room tomorrow, which my room is like organized chaos, but whatever. Um, but like it got me thinking back to when I, so like when I was 19, I moved out of my mom's into my dad's and I've talked about that. Like not a not a lot on a previous episode back when it was like Nikki and I but I've like I like gave a little glimpse into it so like if you're curious about that I can let you know what episode that was um like I can't think of like the actual title of the episode right now um but like that was like a really 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 tough time for me and a lot of a lot of emotions, you know, on one hand, I was doing what I felt like was best for me at that time, which I don't regret it at all. I still feel like that was like the best thing for me. Um, but it did have a big impact on literally everyone in my life, um, at that time. And so, you know, like it's, it's okay to sometimes be selfish. Um, I think when it's to better yourself, because at that point, um, I had like no other options, honestly. So I picked myself, but I moved into a situation that was, I really didn't know how it would turn out. And if I'm going to be honest, it was an okay, I wasn't in danger physically, But, like, I like to think back to that time. I take that back. I don't like thinking back to that time, but I do frequently think back to that time in my life. And, like, kind of, like, thinking about how, like, my apartment was, like, all, like, fucked up today. Like, I'm not a messy person, but it was messy. And, like, I always, like, say that to my friends. And my friends are always, like, Abby, your apartment is literally never messy. Um, Which, like, it's easy to clean up before they come over. But you get what I'm saying here. But anyways... I was, like, thinking back to that time, like, when I moved into my dad's house, and I was just, like, really putting it into perspective of, like, everything that I was experiencing in that moment, and it's just crazy because I feel like our parents' generation, or at least, like, millennials' parents' generations, um, they didn't, like, talk about their feelings, like, 
the concept of like being depressed or being anxious. I don't think they've ever talked about it or maybe even thought about it. I mean, and if your parents did, like, I feel like you're probably like one of the luckier ones. Sorry, I'm sipping my nighttime apple cider vinegar honey tea (laughs) out of my favorite mug that my sister got me. But so like going back to this, it's like, so like my, my dad, I don't think has ever talked about like an emotion, you know, our feelings ever in my 30 years of life. And it's just kind of like crazy to think about because like my room was always messy. I couldn't keep it clean for the, for the life of me. Like my bathroom was always really messy. And like, I think that they just thought I was a messy person and attributed it to me being lazy. And, but like, here's the thing. It's like, I was like going to school full time. I was working part time and I was busy with my friend's almost every night and so it's like what is what do you mean the concept of lazy just lazy in their perspective yeah probably which like yeah I was messy for sure and like instead of like coming to me and talking to me because it's like in my mind like I was a very responsible person so you would think like that would be a reflection of my space but it wasn't that like I truly feel like in that moment I was overwhelmed depressed and then if like you want to contextualize what was going on like I had a parent attempt suicide during that time I had one of my best friends of 10 years have a friendship breakup with me Um, I had a very toxic relationship where I was pushing all of myself into that relationship like thinking that it would like air quote save me um I moved out of my mom's house and moved into my dad's house and I didn't know him for the last 11 years. And so it's like every, like, I don't know. It's, it's, I know when I've like talked and I've been super open about like what I've actually been through on here, but I don't know that I've actually given like strong details or like super detailed scenarios like stories and maybe one day I'll do that but like some of the details like I haven't shared out of respect to the individuals because they are living their own lives and this is a podcast that literally anyone can listen to um but on like the flip side also like it's it is my truth for sure and I'm allowed to share it with whoever I want And I do share quite a bit, (laughs) probably way more than like some people would ever want me to. Um, But like, I mean, at the end of the day, it is my truth. And so it's like, just like giving like some of those like thoughts, it's like, I don't know, like it kind of like makes me really sad that like no one approached me and was like, are you like doing okay? Instead, like, they just were, like, was, like, she's dirty, she's messy, like, and then would talk about me behind my back, (laughs) and only for me to, like, find out later, and it's, like, well, it's, like, I don't know, 
if you're going to talk about someone, like, you should be prepared to have them hear about it. So, uh, I just, like, think that that's, like, totally crazy. And, like, when I needed empathy and, like, sought, like, someone to, like, guide me through that, like, that time, like, instead, I was, like, perceived with judgment. And so, I don't know. I was, like, just thinking about this. And it's, like, you really never know what, what anyone is going through. And it's, like, if someone seems to be having a crazy fucking day it's like well maybe they just have a lot of shit going on and so like I was like thinking about all of this today which it's like damn girl like calm your ass down but it's like I don't know it's like when you have gone through so much shit it's like there are times where you just like have to like sit and like think about it and I don't know, like for me, I'm like super proud of myself that like I've been able to like overcome this stuff, but it's like sometimes I look back at it and I'm like, it doesn't even feel real. Like if I just, like if I were just like write down everything and like honestly, um, the last guy that I was like kind of seeing, he was like, which like I think it was kind of like a joke, but like honestly, kind of serious, like saying like, how I should write a book and I've like written what I would probably call more like short stories and I titled it to the men to all the men I've loved (laughs) which is how how emo of me but like I do think at some point I probably will write like a full detailed book of my recollection of my childhood um, and into like my early adulthood <laughs> and shit probably into my 30s because <laughs> shit still happens <laughs> but um, yeah I don't know it's just like it's just crazy to me that like one person could go through all of that and it's like here's the thing like I am just one person it is just my experience but I'm not the only one it's like my sister was equally there um And here's the thing. I know there's other people that have gone through way more than what I have. And, like, to those people or people who have gone through equivalent or even, like, half of what I've gone through, like, my heart just, like, breaks. It really does. It it breaks. And, like, sometimes I just have to sit and think about it or there are things that happen that make me think about it, like, more than than other times because... I'm not any more crippled or overwhelmed with my past. Um, I don't, like, I was, like, watching probably a TikTok, and it was, like, time heals all wounds, and then this person went on to explain that that's, in her opinion, not true. And, like, I 100% agree with that because, like, if you think about it, it's, like, I think about grief, And, like, from losing a loved one. And it's, like, my, like, for specifically, like, if I think about, like, me losing one of my, like, closest friends, that, like, time is never going to heal that wound. Like, I will forever miss him. Like, I personally will 
be able to cope with it easier as time goes on because I'm changed. And I also saw this TikTok or video, maybe it was on Instagram, that said that you need to forgive yourself for who you have become or had to become because of trauma and that you need to stop trying to become or to go back to the person you were before that trauma because that person no longer exists. You had to grow into this person to cope with what you went through. So whether that's trauma or whether that's the loss of a loved one, like you are forever changed. And I 100% agree with that. And I went into the comments because I wanted to write like just on that video specifically and say, uh, this makes me very sad because I actually don't even know who I, who I was before trauma. And it's just because it's like, it's happened. Like it started at a very, very young age. Like my parents separated when I was in first grade. So like I would say in my mind, that was probably like the first like really big trauma Um, I think like in therapy, they call it big T and little T. So big traumas and little traumas. Um, and that's actually, which I feel like I've talked about this a little bit, but I really do think I have CPTSD. Um, and they say where you get a lot of big traumas or a lot of little traumas over an extended period of time. And that's how you get CPTSD. Um, and I'm, I'm like trying to think, where was I going with this? <laughs> but anyways, so, oh, where, so like me before trauma. So like, I know like first grade, like you're, I think you're like six or seven in, in first grade and you typically like kids start cultivating memories. I want to say at like three or four, but I personally have almost all of my memories blocked out like the memories that I do have prior to my parents separating are like honestly like the more traumatic memories like I got really really sick when I was like just before about to start kindergarten so like four I would say four five where like I ended up in the hospital and like no it wasn't Like, that trauma that I went through, like, wasn't done to me. It was just something that happened to me. But it is still trauma, like, just because it wasn't abuse, you know, whether it's verbal, you know, because that's what I experienced. Like, it's still trauma. And so it's, like, just, like, sad because it's, like, what I do remember prior to the trauma, like, who I was. I don't even remember, like, the happy times, which is, like, really, really, really fucked up. Um, And it's, like, hard to reconcile. Like, not that I'm, like, trying to get back to, like, my four-year-old self because, obviously, that will never happen. I'm a fucking adult. I'm 30 years old. But, like, it's just, it just, like, hurts my heart because I have like I don't know what it's like to not feel deep pain if that makes sense 
And again, I'm not constantly out here what I would call suffering each day. Like I've lived with it. Me, like I've like, like that, that TikTok, it's like I have built myself to become a person that can live with the trauma that I went through. So that way I do know how to experience happiness and be happy and have healthy relationships. But sometimes in some days, like today, I just think about it and it gets overwhelming. And I think that's why sometimes why I have to just have a messy fucking apartment and luckily no one's coming over, <laughs> you know, just me and my fucking dog. Um for no one to judge and for me to like work through those feelings because like sometimes they do creep up and they do get really loud and like I don't know like if you're experiencing that type of feeling like you're not alone and it's okay um and if like this is like relatable at all I do want to recommend like the Nikki Glaser podcast um, it's, she's like less topic based and more just like free form, like conversations. And she has like a co-host now and like one of her best friends comes on too. And like her producer is great, but essentially like what she talks about is like, she actually has depression and she's like, sometimes it just like comes on. So it's like, whether you're someone that like has like the trauma and that's why you're experiencing it, experiencing it, or if you just have depression or anxiety it doesn't really matter the why but like she really gets raw with it and explains her emotions and she's like sometimes I just like need to sleep and it's like if that's what you have to do to fucking take take care of yourself then you do it like I don't know why there's so much guilt and shame around like, something that you literally have no control over. Like, do you think that I have control over, like, not wanting to do the dishes for, like, five days? No. Like, I look at them, and it bothers me, and I'm like, I need to take care of this. But I had no, like, essentially, like, what I feel like it is, is my body goes into, like, fight or flight. And, Again, this is why I really need to read The Body Keeps a Score because there's certain things that I think happen that, like, my body recognizes that I don't even recognize because it's, like, I want to just, like, say, like, has anything traumatic happened recently? Like, no. Like, nothing bad has happened. Like, my life has just been fine. Has crazy things gone in my head? Absolutely. But I... I'm sure there was probably a trigger that I just like don't know was the trigger, but my body kept a score and my body is like freaking out. So like, I think just like having a lot of forgiveness for like whatever state you're in is like super fucking important because like, first of all, I live alone. Why do I like, why am I so shameful that I couldn't put the fucking dishes away? I don't know. <laughs> like, my, my it's like okay the rest of my house is fine it was just the sink you know I mean the sink and then my laundry you know but it's like at the end of the day that's like really not that bad so why am I judging myself so hard for having an overwhelming experience right now I don't know I don't know it's just it's crazy but like I, again I just definitely wanted to come over here and talk about this and 
there's there's more that I want to talk about, but I am going to hit the pause button right now and then start her back up. Okay, I think we're back here. <laughs> Since I'm like using my earbuds to record, which it's like I don't have AirPods. I'm like I feel so archaic. <laughs> it's literally like the, the earbuds with the cord. Um which hopefully is like better sound quality than AirPods, but who the fuck knows? But like since that, like I don't have my microphone. And so I'm like, I just got to keep holding my tea so that way I'm not like overly talking with my hands. Um, I don't know. I feel like I should probably put this one on YouTube. Maybe this will be my first YouTube one. Could you imagine? Oh, Abby reveals all of her dramas. And you get to watch the whole thing. And I'm like trying to make eye contact with the camera. (laughs) If I don't put this on YouTube, I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. Anyways. Um, going back to kind of like the rest of like what I wanted to talk about. Um, so I think like, I do think like maybe I was triggered in some way that I don't really remember like, you know, how, because my body kept the score, you know, from the trauma, but also I've, (laughs) I've really been thinking a lot about Miss Murphy um and like really honestly like comparing like our stories so our journeys and I just like find like first of all I think that she was supposed to come into my life you know the universe brought her to me um she was the first dog that I looked at and it was so like I I know and I know I've talked a little bit about this but I'll just like repeat it like for the sake of the story but um I downloaded this app called pet finder and like you put in kind of what you're looking for and I honestly compared it to like dating apps because it's like you put in your range etc etc and then they match you with like the pets in your area And so I found Miss Murphy in Ohio and like her picture on the app, like I look back at it now and uh, like homegirl looks like a hot mess. And I don't know like what drew me to her. I just like looked at her and looked in her like pretty eyeballs and was like, I have to go see her. And at the time, she was called Darla. <laughs> the good old days, Miss Murph. Um, and so, like, I, you know, reached out. And it's, like, I felt like everything was kind of, like, going into place. I was, like, I got approved, like, super quickly, you know, by the, um, by the adoption place. And, like, not the rescue, I don't, whatever it's called. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm just blanking on the term. And, um, I think it was like the, the Defiance Humane Society, actually. <laughs> if I want to get technical. Uh, so shout out to them. Got Defiance, Ohio, that's where I got her. The shelter there. The shelter. I don't even know. If that is that the word that I was looking for? Y'all get, y'all understand. Maybe I'll have to cut this piece out. <laughs> 
this is how my brain works. But anyways, so I literally was just like, okay, I really need to go see this dog. And everyone that like, I was like getting advice from people who adopted the dogs or dog people. And uh, like the guy that I was like kind of seeing, he was like, you know, when you go in there, you'll get to meet with her and like, you'll just know if it's your dog. It'll be a vibe, you'll know. And honestly, I feel like my trauma, trauma bonded with Murphy right away. Because let me tell you, (laughs) there was no vibe. She was fucking scared the whole time. Like, she wouldn't come up to me. She didn't trust anything. She was, like, freaking out. Any dog that would bark too loud near, like, because they put you in this room if you've never adopted a dog. They put you, like, in this room, and I guess this is just how it was in Ohio. I don't know if it's like this, because this was the only time I've been. And there's, like, a half door, kind of, like, sometimes they have those at daycares, too. (laughs) And so they kept the half up, or open, and then the other, like, the lower, like, part shut, so it's, like, you can hear everything, everything echoes, and every time a dog would, like, screech or bark or howl, she would, like, flinch, and she just was, like, tense, her whole body was shaking, and I was, like, there's no fucking way I can leave her here, like, another second, like, absolutely not, and, The only thing that they did say was that, like, she did lay down and she was letting me pet her. And she, like, actually laid just like how she is here. I don't know if this will make it into the clip or not. Um, But she was laying literally just like this. Um, She did not do this because now when she trusts you, she just lets you rub her belly all the time. But anyways, um, for those listening, you're like, fuck you. (laughs) We want to see Murphy. We don't know what she's looking like. Essentially, for those just listening, she just went on her back. Um, But, yeah, so that was really it. And I was like, well, can I take a walk with her to get her outside of here? Because, like, clearly she's just scared of all the barking. And we didn't really bond outside either. She just wanted to get the hell out of there. So I was like, well, breaking you out, bitch. (laughs) You're mine. (laughs) And so, like, that's kind of, like, where we started from. And so it's like... Every single loud noise I would do if I would move too quickly, if I would hover over her, like, she would flinch. So I think she was really abused, like, at the puppy mill prior to me getting her. Which, like, anytime I would think about it, I would cry. And, like, I would say, like, this third third day or fourth day of having her, she just, like, looked like she was, like, crying in her eyes and... I, like, got it, like, came in from, like, letting her outside, and, like, I don't know, like, I feel like we had just had kind of, like, a rough day, and I just, like, sat there and cried with her and, like, promised her that, like, I will never hurt her and I'll love her always, and I want to say I talked a little bit about this, this actually can make me cry, a little bit about, like, this where it's, like, because she was abused, like, Everyone says, like, get a dog and you'll know what unconditional love is like. And I don't want to act like Murphy doesn't love me unconditionally because baby girl does. But, like, when you have gone through so much, I think it's harder for people to see 
the love that you have for them. Like, I think she genuinely was so beyond happy that she thought she was saved. But it took her a really long time to trust that she was safe with me. Um, and like, I just felt like she was constantly trying to look for like the ball dropping essentially. Like, like, like you could see it in her eyes. Like she wanted to trust me, but she just like, couldn't quite trust me yet. And she, you know, like less and less she would stop flinching around me. But like, even still sometimes she like runs past me when she thinks she's doing something wrong because she doesn't want to get in trouble She's like, really, honestly, this week has been, I feel like, a milestone for her. Like, <laughs> she started, like, misbehaving, which, like, brings me such happiness. It's like, finally, she's becoming the dog that she should have been. Like, and now I get to, like, train her. Whereas before, she was just, like, in survival mode. And, like, I do feel like she was and still kind of can be, like, Obviously, like, right now, she's very, very, very relaxed, like, laying next to me. Like, it's more when we, like, go and interact, like, with people in this world. But I feel like she was, like, in fight or flight for most of her life because, like, the puppy mill forced her to have babies. Her babies were ripped away. I don't know what they did. I think they must have probably abused her. Like, she had no love. Like, she was stuck in a cage or a crate, like, her whole life. And so it, like, brings me to tears thinking of, like, she's being loved properly and now she gets to blossom and be who she was always supposed to be. And, like, it made me cry, like, today, like, thinking about this because it's, like, if I get to be loved the way I should be loved... Like, what would happen to me? And any any of my friends are listening to this, they're probably like, fuck you, bitch. Like, we love you. <laughs> and, like, I am, like, so beyond thankful for my friends. But, like, this is more like the deep, unconditional love. Because I, I do, like, friendship can be unconditional. I do think it can be to a certain extent. But, like, I feel like friendship has to have really strong boundaries because it's, like, Especially when you're a single girly, like, like me, it's like, I can't go to like certain friends all the time for all of my needs. Like, I feel like I have done that and I like overstay my welcome a little bit with that, if that makes sense, which like my close friends are never going to say that, but like, I'm sure they probably feel it deep down, you know, like, and if they're listening to this, they're like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> And it's all about learning, and it's like, now that I'm older, like, I definitely know this, and I know that you can't go to one person for every single thing, so, like, if you have a partner, like, your partner can't be all of your things all at one time. So, I don't know, but it's just, like, if you, like, like, it, like I was, like, thinking about this today, it's, like, I wake up in the morning, Murphy's my first thought, I gotta let her out, I gotta feed her, I gotta take care of her, it's, like, even if I don't want to do that, like, I, like, I can't. So it's like my love is so deep for her that her needs come before my needs sometimes. It's like she eats before I eat. You know what I mean? And it's like 
I know you have to put your safety mask on first when the plane is going down. Like, so it's like, I don't think that when you're in love with someone that that should be the thing, but it's like, I hope you guys hear what, like, get what I'm saying. It's like just that deep, unconditional love. Like, even when you are chewing at my sweatshirt, I'm still going to love you no matter what. I might just have to set boundaries with you, Murph. But, like, you know what I mean? It's like, no matter how much something annoys you or does something wrong, you're still loved. And I do have to say, I do know, like, my friends and my family for sure have that but it's just like I don't know it was it like I just like don't feel like I've ever had that like with a partner and so I would say like I'm I would be excited for when that does happen to see how I blossom like Murphy has been and like I don't know it's like my body I honestly, like, probably the last, like, two months, I've really been focusing on, like, being very intentional with slowing down. If I'm feeling overwhelmed or worked up, I, like, have to, like, really sit with myself and be like, it's not worth it. Calm yourself because I feel like I've stored so much stress and trauma in my body. I'm trying to release it now. And... Like, I've just been, like, doing, like, these exercises that are supposed to, like, help open your hips up because apparently a lot of trauma gets stored in your hips and trying to, like, regulate your nervous system by, like, doing, like, random movements. Like, they say, like, shaking is supposed to help you. (laughs) Like, I don't know. There's just random things that you see on the internet and who knows if it will help, but I do feel like I've been a lot more chill Um, I've also started taking ashwagandha, which is like supposed to be like a natural supplement. Sorry, I keep sniffling. So if you guys can hear that, (laughs) embarrassing, (laughs) started tearing up. That's what happens. But yeah, I took, started taking ashwagandha and like, I did hear that you're only supposed to take it for like 30 days and then you're supposed to take two weeks off and it, or like, you're only supposed to take it like when you're really stressed, but I'm like, Yo, dog, my body has been in fight or flight for probably 30 years, so I think I need all of it. (laughs) And I do feel like it has helped in magnesium, just for the girlies out there that might need some relaxing. Magnesium glycinate, specifically. (laughs) But seek medical professional help. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so I don't know. That's just kind of like the bulk of what I wanted to like talk about as far as like what was really causing me some angst, I guess. And then the other thing that I wanted to talk about is it's just like, actually, I'm going to pause this. Okay, I'll be back in a minute. Actually, (laughs) before I move on too much from, like, the Murphy topic, I also just, like, want to add that, like, just because, like, we trauma bonded, like, I do feel like she did come into my life, like, right when I needed her. Like, I think it's been good that I've, like, slowed down and that I'm home more, taking more 
I mean, I've always, like, gone on a bunch of walks, but, like, this is, like, forcing me to, like, walk immediately in the morning, and I think feel like that's, like, really helped me. And then also just, like, teaching me that, like, I, I this is, like, actually a quote from the Bible, but, like, love is patient and love is kind, and it's, like, it's taught me that, like, the love that I've given to her and then she's equally allowing me to like, like she's trusting me. Like she's trusting me that I will never give her the life that she used to live. I'll never abuse her and like really succumbing to that. And it's like, I think it's like a beautiful thing. And so she's showing me that like that can happen. And I've like, talked about like how I've like done like a lot of like healing and reflection you know which I do feel like I was ready for that but like now I really like know I am ready for that like with like a person a human outside of an animal (laughs) you know and so I don't know that's just like I know that sounds maybe chaotic or crazy or I don't even know if that even makes sense what I'm like trying to say but like I just like she like adopting her is like one of the best decisions I've like literally ever made (laughs) yeah so um you know yeah I mean she brings me so much happiness so anywho The other topic that I wanted to talk about is it's just like so crazy that, and I honestly, I want to say this is probably super relatable because I have talked to a lot of people about this, but if you don't immediately do this with yourself, please tell me how, but, um, I find that like whenever there's like a situation, I immediately go to like blaming myself or like I'm the wrong one or like there's something wrong with me like just like for example if someone doesn't like me back I immediately go to like me being the the problem whereas like yeah I guess like my personality isn't for everyone my lifestyle isn't for everyone like There could be traits that, like, are a turnoff to someone. But it's, like, why is it that, like, I deeply think that, like, oh, it's just because, like, I'm, air quote, bad. And I just, like, think that's so fucked up because it's, like, I have so much to offer to someone. Like, why would, like, why would that be my first thought? In addition, someone, like, and this is not, like, this is just truly an example that, I, I mean, I have experienced this. This is not, like, where I'm going kind of and I will explain it further (laughs) but it's like why do we do that with ourselves like someone could maybe just like not want a girlfriend right now or like maybe they need therapy and it has literally nothing to do with me you know it's like there's so many other scenarios that it could be like why do we instantly blame ourselves and like think like we are bad or that there's like something we need to change about ourselves which, like, I'm, like, less like that now. Like, I really have worked on, like, I feel like it's, like, a little bit of self-confidence. Working on insecurities. Working on that those deep traumas, for sure. But, like, 
I don't know. It's just like crazy. And so it's like, that's just like one example where it's like another example, like your boss will like message you like, Hey, like, do you have time to talk? And like, it's completely like last minute. It's like, why do we immediately go to like, we're being fired or like we fucked up? (laughs) It's like, no, they just like had a question because they don't know how to download a fucking like Excel file from like the platform that you use. Literally that happened. (laughs) pay me more. I don't know. (laughs) You get what I'm saying. But anyways, um, so like the reason like I'm like explaining this is because like there was this person that I had been like spicy Snapchatting with for a while. And it's like, I expressed kind of a while ago, honestly, a couple months ago that I wanted just like I was like I like we have to make this happen in person like I have to sleep with you essentially and like the the role that I like to take is more of like the sub so I don't like to take initiative like sexually like I like to kind of be dominated like what I like to do especially when I'm in a relationship is like start it and like what I mean by that is like send a spicy picture or send a spicy text message say like I've been thinking about this or that like that's what I like to do and then I want them to like take that like take the bait and then go to town (laughs) essentially and so it's like and I'm just like I don't like I don't know I still get like I like I get weird about, like, texting someone and just being, like, hey, like, I want to sleep with you. (laughs) Like, I can come on this podcast and literally tell everyone everything, but, like, texting someone I want to, like, have sex with you tonight, like, I still sometimes get awkward with that. And I also, like, I guess, like, we can kind of talk about this, like, well, let's just talk about it right now. Like, I don't know if it's just, like, me or if it's, like, the Gemini side of me, but, like... (laughs) I go, like, back and, like, constantly back and forth between, like, I want to have a relationship, like, with, like, a very healthy, like, sexual, um, like, sex life, and then I'm, like, well, if I wait for that, who the fuck knows how long I'll be waiting, (laughs) so I might as well just do, like, a friends with benefits situation and just, like, have, like, crazy sex all the time until I get that healthy you know, sex. And then I'm like, well, if I'm satisfied sexually, I'm going to be less motivated to try to find the healthy relationship. So it's like a catch 22. And so because I keep going back and forth, like the evil, you know, side of me and the angel side of me on my shoulder, uh, just a dry spell has been happening. (laughs) Like, this is like my MO. This is what happens, which is like funny because it's like, uh, here we are. (laughs) I told everyone, on the podcast, and I wrote it in my journal that 2023, I wanted to have a lot of sex, and uh, that has not happened, (laughs) unfortunately, and so, also, just, like, another side tangent, I was, like, just texting my girlfriends, and I'm, like, how does one, like, get a fuck buddy, or, like, a friends with benefits, like, I have had that, but it's, like, like, the first one that I did it with, like, one of the guys, like, I stopped, like, we stopped doing it, like, right away, because, like, 
I was like, well, if I'm going to be a friends with benefits with someone, I might as well be coming. And that wasn't happening. <laughs> and so like now we're just like best friends. And it's like that was a failed friends with benefits, clearly, because we're best friends still. Like purely platonic. And then the other one, it's like I liked the guy at first. We were kind of like see, like going on dates or whatever. He didn't want anything serious because he needs therapy. And then we just, you know, COVID hit. And it's like, well, might as well have sex for two years. Like, <laughs> which I consider that a failed friends with benefits. And for many other reasons why it failed. <laughs> um, but anyways, it's like, how does one just get like a real like friends with benefits where it's like, no one catches feelings. It doesn't start out, like, with catching feelings. It's just you go right into it. Like, how does one approach that? Has anyone been successful? So, like, if you're listening to this and you have done this, like, please give me the best practices. How did you do it? Do you just text them? Hey, do you want to be my friends with benefits? Like, because it's like, well, are you just, like, going on dates and you're like, I don't like you, but we want to have sex. Like, I want to, like, we can make, like, this work with, like, sex or whatever. I don't know. That's just, like, where I'm struggling so, um, yeah, SOS. Or if you want to date me and just have sex with me too, that would be great. <laughs> Anyways, going back to Snapchat guy. <laughs> so long story short here, I like expressed, you know, I dropped the bait. I was like, we have to make this happen like in person. Sipping my tea for anyone that's wondering. And, um, so where was I going with this? So I was like, we have to make this happen in person. It's been spicy. And like, I just like, haven't heard, I've heard from him via Snapchat to continue to do what we were doing when I expressed this, but he hasn't made any initiative to like meet up and sleep with me in person. And so I automatically defaulted to, like, he doesn't want to, like, the more insecure parts of me, and, because I was, like, like, in my mind, I was, like, there's no, like, why would, why would they not want to, you know, it's, like, clearly they, like, want to see my titties, you know, like, clearly they're masturbating to what we're talking about, <laughs> like, I saw it, <laughs> via Snapchat it's like why wouldn't you want to sleep with someone and so insecurities crept in and it's just like been kind of annoying me and it's like every time like I hear from him I like almost want to be like I'm not doing this again until like you come like have sex with me in person and then I just don't because also, this is one thing that I forgot to mention. <laughs> Sorry, going back to, like, the friends with benefits thing. Like, sometimes, like, when you just, like, have, like, horny brain, which, like, please tell me everyone else gets this. It's, like, it just takes over and you can't really think straight. You don't make rash, logical decisions and you just become, like, an animal. And because of the dry spell... That is what keeps happening to me. And it's like, I was like talking to my sister about this actually, like literally just today. Talking about like becoming friends with benefits. And I'm like, I like keep like, like I'll like text with someone. And I don't know, like, 
there's like actually this one person specifically that I was like just chatting with like the other day and I was so badly like wanted to just like text them like do you want to come over and like have sex with me today which is like so forward I would never do that I don't think um especially not sober but like I don't know if I actually want to have sex with like that person specifically or like this has like happened a couple of times or if I'm just in my horny brain where it's like I just need to have sex um totally TMI but like please tell me I'm not alone like like it and I know what that sounds like it's like oh bitch I'll just like sleep with anyone honestly (laughs) maybe (laughs) right now that's what I'm feeling oh gosh and it's like I know like last at this point it'll probably be two episodes ago I was just like sometimes I want a boyfriend and then I need to charge my vibrators I'm still feeling this way after I charge them and so I think it's just been too long not that anyone needs to know that level of detail for my life but here we are (laughs) again I went from trauma to sex here we go revealing it all (laughs) that's what this episode title should be Abby reveals too much (laughs) um so anyways I promise I'll we'll wrap this up here with a pretty little bow on it but so going back to snapchat guy so my brain, my horny brain just takes over and I continue to Snapchat him, dirty pictures, whatever. Which, like, like I don't regret it. Like, I'm not sitting here being like, oh my god, I wish I didn't do that. But, like, I don't know. And, like, he would, like, go in and, like, save them, which, like, also kind of was like, hmm. Like, I don't love that, like, like, you use Snapchat so that way things go away. But, like, you're saving, you know, my video there. <laughs> for later but like that was hot to me so I didn't mind it I was like cool like you're gonna go look at this later hot but anyways um the other day I was out with my girlfriend having dinner and ran into him with the girl that he said he broke up with (laughs) so I'm gonna go ahead and say the reason he didn't have sex with me in person is because that was probably his way of being like, ah, I'm not cheating, even though I just sent a video of my dick to you. And, like, he passed me and, like, briefly said hi. And I was like, oh, that was weird. He didn't even stop to say hello. And I was, like, about to be like, what the fuck? And then he goes back to the table sits next to this girl, and I was like, ah, that's his alleged ex-girlfriend. Makes sense. I just saw your dick a week ago. I'm gonna guess you didn't get back together in this week. I'm gonna guess it was, like, a forever thing. Like, you never broke up. So, long story short, (laughs) with a thousand and one side tangents, um, it wasn't about me at all. It was about him still having a girlfriend and I think it's like a great reminder to myself first of all fuck that guy (laughs) and like I don't know it's like on one hand like I kind of was like upset I'm like oh like I was clearly like he that's cheating in my book 
You know, like, he cheated on her for sure. Like, I was, like, kind of upset with myself. I'm like, but he, like, told me he was single. So it's like, am I just supposed to not trust anyone ever again? Like, no, I'm glad we didn't have sex for sure. Um... I definitely went into our chat and deleted the messages so that way they weren't saved in there anymore. And I, like, tested it out with my sister and it, like, worked. And with a couple of my girlfriends just to really make sure. <laughs> so if if you're in this situation, you can go in, click on the picture, and click delete. And it will be removed from the chat. Because I'm like, this bitch does not deserve <laughs> to see my, my titties anymore. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's just a good, it's a good lesson to be like, it when in doubt, like everyone wants to fuck you. It's okay. If they don't, it's because they are, they have a girl, have a girlfriend or are married, you know? <laughs> so yeah. Um, I, I think that's it. I feel like I probably should tell an Ope story because I haven't in a while but I think I'm going to leave it, leave it there. I've told enough stories this whole entire time. There are a couple on my list that I think I will have to share at some point if Fred Grody doesn't come on the podcast. Um, I, I'm just, he was going to come on and then some things happened, not between us, like in his personal life. And, and this is not like, Fort Wayne actual Fred Grody this is just like the guy that I dated that I call Fred Grody that's his nickname (laughs) one of the many and so guys with nicknames not guys I've dated because I mean I've dated a bunch of guys like gone on dates but as far as like having boyfriends there's a handful anyways (laughs) wrap it up Abby get to the point Um, so yeah, so I think eventually, hopefully he will come on the podcast. I just have been giving him space. Um, and, but if he, you know, eventually doesn't, I will just share our story because I think it is fucking hilarious and the listeners need to hear it. In the meantime, you can go rate the podcast, give it five stars. If it's less than five stars, maybe just refrain. Um, I would love if you guys would share the clips on Instagram. I mean, you don't have to, but maybe just, like, send them to some of your friends that you think would like it. Maybe that. I don't know. I'm trying to promote it. Um, I did just put a link. If you go to my Instagram, I just put a link, like, if you go to the main page to leave voice memos. So if you have any comments for the podcast, go and leave it there. Um, And I can just, like, somehow pop it in and then like respond to your voice memo um or if you have any questions great question um I see a podcast they like do hypothetical questions so it's like I would fucking love that um make them weird make them crazy you know make me reveal things that I probably shouldn't reveal but you know I will um so yeah so do that um follow me at Abby McCarville and follow the oat pod Oh.